This call may be recorded or transcribed. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Welcome to Declaring Victory.
Hello, hello, hello. Good morning. Good morning. God morning. Great morning. This is Minister E.K. I'm your host for today. And we greet you in the name of El Elyon, the Most High God. Good morning. Good morning. It's Susie. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. This is Minister E.K. Hey. How are you, E.K.? Everything is beautiful. Beautiful, beautiful. Good. I'm glad to hear that. Welcome to the call. Uh, we're reading. I, I'm greeting you today with the names of our God, and today, Adonai, Lord and Master. Great. Good morning. And how are you? I am doing fantastic. Doing good. Good, 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 good. Uh, everything uh, is okay and went okay. Oh yeah, everything's okay, good. 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 Good to you hear. Have a, you have a blessed day. You do the very same. Thank you. Yeah. Good morning, it's Brother Michael. Happy Friday. Good morning. Happy Friday. Good morning. God morning. Great morning. We greet you in the name of Yahweh this morning, one of the names of God. Amen. Who is Lord and Jehovah. Good morning, my brother. Thank you, sir. Yes, sir. Mr. E.K. Dawson, anybody else join the line? Good morning, E.K. It's Rochelle. Good morning, Rochelle. Happy Friday. You better name who he is. Yes, yes, yes. 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 Glad to hear your voice. Glad to hear your sound. I greet you today, and and you do the same. And Jehovah Nisi, the Lord is my banner. Hallelujah. Victory. Ah, have a great day. You do the same. I'm excited about what's about to happen on the call. Stay tuned. Good morning, good morning, God morning, good morning, God morning, great morning. I greet you, my sister. Amen, amen. I know that voice anywhere. Hallelujah. And I greet you all. Good morning, Nikki. This is Diane. Yes, Diane. Happy Friday. Happy, happy Friday. Yes. And I greet you in the name of, of Jehovah Ra. The Lord is my shepherd. Hallelujah. Good morning. This is Mary. Good morning, Mary, Diane. Good, and good, good morning. Good morning. Good, good morning. Good morning, sister. How are you? Okay. 
I like the way you said I'm good. <laughs> like I am good. Yes, sir. I love it. Good morning, God morning, great morning. This morning when I got up, I Lord just started dealing with the names of God. So I'm dropping in some of the names of God as we greet some of our, our family as they come in. Amen. 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 We've already said uh, El Shaddai, the Lord God Almighty, El El Yon, the Most High God, Adonai, the Lord and Master, Yahweh, Lord Jehovah, and Jehovah Nisi, the Lord is my banner, and Jehovah Rock, the Lord is my shepherd. Hallelujah. Happy Friday, favorite Friday. It's a new day. It's a new day. Good morning, it's Krishanda. Happy Friday. God bless you guys. Well, good morning, God morning, great morning. I like that greeting better than mine. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> My eyes opened up and I am happy. Testify, my sister, testify. That's it. That's it. Hallelujah. We greet you in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Good morning, good morning. God morning, great morning. It's Minister E.K. I'm your host for the day. Uh, this happy Friday, this favorite Friday, uh, Faithfield Friday, and I'm glad uh, to hear the voices of my family, my Declaring Victory family, and I'm excited about what God is going to do and produce for us in our lives today. Anybody else join the line? Sixty, sixty, sixty. There it is. That's a good number for me. <laughs> good morning, God morning, great morning. Thank you. I'll, I'll take a note of personal privilege. Thank you for all those that sent me cards and and greetings or whatever. As I just turned sixty on June sixth, Monday, it was my birthday, and I am thankful. Most of all, to the Most High God for letting me live. But wow, thank you, Declaring Victory. Y'all showed a whole bunch of love to a young brother. I appreciate it. You gracefully sending that. Happy birthday. Yeah, yeah. I mean that. <laughs> Happy birthday. Happy thank birthday. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. It's good to hear your voice, E.K. Good morning, Happy birthday. Hey, hey. I love it, I love it, I love it. 
I greet you all. I just heard a whole nother voice. I greet you in the name of the Lord. Yeah, Jehovah Shammah, the Lord is there. Amen, amen, amen. It's our, it's our time. I greet you. Uh, time to get started. And so here we are. Uh, we're getting close to our time. Uh, before we get started, I want to ask to make sure that we put our lines on mute so that we can proceed. And my name is Minister E.K., and I am your host. And thank you for joining Declaring Victory, uh, joining up here at Declaring Victory. And we're a prayer call that meets Monday through Friday, starting at 6 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, 8 a.m. Central Standard Time, and 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time to edify and empower, encourage, and equip you with your walk with Christ. To be sure, during this month, uh, our month, hallelujah, uh, where am I at? Here we are. Our scripture uh, for today is 2 Corinthians 1, uh, chapter 1, verse 22. And he who has put the seal on us has given us the script in our hearts has a guarantee. Amen. Uh, by way of announcement, there is no uh, Friday Night Live today. And I thank you. Uh, and so. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading and the hearing and the doing of his word. And at this time, we ask you to put your phones on mute and until instructed to come off mute. Amen. We have an exciting, exciting lineup today. Um, our uh, prayer warrior is none other than my brother, your brother, everybody's brother, uh, Brother Jeff. And our declare is Brother Phil. Our declare is any Brother Phil. Amen. Again, we ask that you would put your phones on mute. Amen. Uh, that's the order of the call. Corporate prayer, again, by Brother uh, Corporate, I'm sorry, prayer and corporate praise will be brought by Brother Jeff, and the declare, declaration will be, again, by Brother Phil. And then we'll go right into our closing by our host, Declare, right? We'll go right into our Declare. And uh, again, our scripture. And at this time, we ask you to put your phones on mute. And now I pass the call to our very own prayer warrior, Brother Jeff. Thank you for your time and thank you for listening. Enjoy the word. Brother Jeff? Brother Jeff, are you on the line? Because if you're praying, we can't hear you. All right. Let's go to God in prayer. Let's go to God in prayer. Can you hear me okay? Anybody? Amen. Yes, we yep. can. Okay, beautiful. All right, all right. Here we go. Let's go to God in prayer. Father, we thank you. Today, we thank you, we magnify you, we magnify your great name, your holy name, your awesome name, God. God, we, earlier this morning, you dropped in the wonderful names, your names, Lord God, you dropped in my spirit, El Shaddai, uh, the Lord God Almighty, that's that's what you are, uh, El Elyon, the most high God, Adonai, Lord and Master, 
Yahweh, Lord Jehovah, Jehovah Nisi, the Lord is my banner, Jehovah Ra, the Lord is my shepherd, Jehovah Rapha, the Lord that heals, Jehovah Shammah, the Lord is there. Thank you for being all those, an individual in our lives. Thank you for being omnipresent and omniscient, Lord God, because you are all those things at the same time in one. For whatever we need and whatever we call on and whoever we tug on, Lord God, whoever we lament to, whoever we uh, need in our minds, our hearts, and our spirits, God, you are all those and more. Excuse me. Father God, we bless you and honor you for who you are. We thank you for standing in our lives. We thank you for being stable in our lives. We thank you for being always being there, Lord God. Thank you for for being a, a healer when we need healing. Thank you for being a deliverer and pulling us out when we need delivering, Lord God. And I love you. We love you today with our whole hearts, our whole minds, our whole souls, God. We love you today, Father, for doing miraculous and great things. We thank you. We love your word. We stand on your word. We stand on your promises. We stand on your scriptures, Lord God, that get us through from day to day, that feed us, oh God, your word. And thank you for your word. It is a light unto our our pathway and a lamp unto our feet, Father God. We thank you, Father. We thank you for that we be students of your word, that we grow in your word, that we mature in your word, Lord God. Thank you for our steps in your word, Lord God, that you guide us and direct us day by day, Lord God, that we continue to walk by uh, faith and never by sight, Lord God, by what we see, Lord God. Thank you that we, we trust you. We thank you for being the God and the Lord of our salvation. Oh, my God, we thank you for keeping us saved and our testimonies, Lord God, keeping us one more day. Thank you, Lord God. And we love you more today than we did yesterday. You keep on doing great things. You keep on making a way. You keep on providing for us. You keep on blessing us over and over and over. Our families, our children, providing with jobs and all the accoutrements of life that we need, Father God. We bless your holy name, God, and we love you. Indeed, we love you, Lord God. We ask now that you would bless the hospitals, bless those that are in convalescent homes, bless those that are caretakers of their loved ones that are dealing with all different matters of sickness and with cancer and and dementia, Alzheimer's, Lord God, those that are just aged and need a little help. Thank you, Lord God, for allowing us to be a blessing and taking care of our loved ones and our family, Lord God. Thank you as their golden years, Lord God. Uh, that you continue to provide what they need, Lord God, uh, as we take care of our loved ones and bless you now, Father God. Uh, God, we pray for our young people. We pray for this world that has been going through so much, Father God, all these uh, killings and invasions and, and everything, but yet you've chose to keep us safe, Lord God, from hurt, harm, and danger, Lord God. We thank you for the blood that is over the doorposts of our homes and of our lives, Lord God, metaphorically, Lord God, that because of that, we are covered by your blood. Keep us, Lord God, covered by your blood. God, you said in your word, if my people who were called by my name would humble themselves and pray and to seek your face, God. Today, we come seeking your face, Lord God, that we know that all the answers, Lord God, are inside of you, Lord God. We know that it's in you that we live and we move and we have our being. Hallelujah, God. God, so we ask now that we will continue to move inside of you, not to the right, not to the left, but to stay focused and give us the tenacity to stay focused in your word, to stay focused in our salvation, to stay focused in holiness and righteousness. Sanctify us daily, Lord God. Wash us daily, Father God. Cleanse us 
and purge us daily, Father God, that we can live and be your ambassadors and your representatives, God. Hallelujah. Put your phone on mute, please. Hallelujah, hallelujah, God. And God, as we uh, corporately want to give your name high praise, high glory, we're still feasting off of Pentecost, the birth of the church, Lord God. And God, what you're about to do in our lives, Lord God. So God, we take our phones off of mute, and as one uh, corporate praise, we bombard heaven with praises and thank you, Lord God. Come on, saints, open your mouth and give God praise. Give him glory. glory. Give him everything. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.
As we begin to close this prayer, Father God, we give your name all the glory. We give your name all the honor. And we give your name all the praise. In the matchless name of Jesus. In the strong name of Jesus. We do pray now. In Jesus' name, as we close this prayer, but never our praise. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. As we clasp this call to our declare, Brother Phil. Amen. Yo, mic check, mic check. One, two. You good? All right, can y'all hear me? You good? You good? Amen, amen, amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm excited, excited to be on here. Amen. And, you know, we just declare victory this morning in the name of Jesus. And the reason that we declare victory is because of the victory that happened on the cross 2,000 years ago. And so as a result, you and I are able to declare victory, victory over death, victory over sin, victory over hell, victory over the grave. Come on, we're able to declare victory, whatever it is that we are dealing with. Hallelujah. Jesus is is already victorious over that particular thing. And so we can declare victory. Um, I pray that even by the end of this phone call, um, there will be victory declared. Hallelujah. Victory declared um, through something that the Lord begins to, to do to you. And so, Lord, I pray that even as I begin to release or, or say the things you want me to say, Lord God, I pray in the name of Jesus, God, that the anointing that destroys every yoke, Lord, would destroy any single yoke in our lives, Lord God that is relative to what it is you're saying or sounding this morning. Hallelujah. Father, I pray for freedom. I pray for breakthrough. I pray for clarity. Father, I pray in the name of Jesus, God, that anything that has us bound and trapped, Lord, we will be set free from and able to move, God, able to move, Lord God. So we bless you now in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. So I have this word. I was thinking about the whole thing about uh, surrender. Um, and I have this thing that I'm going to share. Um, <laughs> it's, it's a little interesting with this word of surrender. And with this word of surrender, it's related to Jesus and what Jesus did. Um it's a word that the Lord keeps bringing up to me, a word that I even went and ministered um, at a church, um, I think, uh, last Sunday. Um, it's a word that I keep seeing um, happening over and over and over again um, in the earth. And it's about the surrendering 
um, of platforms. It's about the surrendering of platforms. And so I really want to just pray even right now because I know that this word can, um, I know that it's liberating, but at the same time, uh, at the same time, this word um, can be very humbling. And it has everything to do with being sanctified and set apart. You're going to really see the connection um, between being sanctified and set apart um, and humility. Okay? So I'm pretty sure that we already have established that set apart sanctification. Um, we, we, we're kind of clear on that whole thing of it being set apart. I know that there have been different teachings about it, about being set apart. Okay? Now I want to take that being set apart, I want to take that a little further today um, with it. And I want to connect it with humility because I want you to really see how humility is connected to being set apart. And what this is going to do is this is going to deal with any area where there is any religious pride um, um, that can come in our lives. Um, because if we're not careful, we can feel that because we are of a select group or an elect group, that in some kind of way that gives us the um, that gives us the privilege to brag or boast or exalt ourselves above others, and that is not the case. We are to humble ourselves under the mighty hand of God. And so I would start off like this with Philippians chapter two verse five, where the Bible says, "Let this mind be in you, that was also in Christ Jesus." Now, I don't know if you all know this or not, but the word Christ, Christos, actually means the anointed one. I'll say that again. The word Christ or Christos actually means the anointed one. So when we say Jesus Christ, we're actually saying Jesus, the anointed one. Now, what does that anointing have to do with sanctification? Because when they were sanctifying the temple, in the book of Exodus, when they were sanctifying, or I should say the tabernacle, the tabernacle of Moses, all right, when God called for the different objects of the tabernacle to be sanctified, the thing that they did to sanctify it was they made anointing oil. They took oil, they mixed in particular fragrances with the oil so that it would be a sweet-smelling aroma to God's nostrils, okay? This is all Bible. This is all Scripture, all right? So it wasn't just the fact of them praying for the particular tabernacle to be anointed. There was a special oil that was made, mixing in fragrances, mixing in spices, as well as olive oil. This is where we get the whole concept of olive oil from, the symbolic nature of it. It starts from there. Now, we understand under the new covenant, you know, um, we, we just release that oil in faith. It's not the actual oil that does the healing. It's Jesus. But I'm bringing that up to say that even though things were sanctified under the old covenant, in comes Jesus who brings in a new covenant. And his name isn't just Jesus, but his name is Jesus Christ or Jesus 
the anointed one. Okay? Again, what was the anointing oil used for? It was used to sanctify or set apart things, consecrate things, make things holy. Now, under the new covenant, Jesus is the one who anoints us. All right? So as a believer, we should never walk around and say that we don't have an anointing on our life because that is a lie from the pit of hell. If you are with Jesus, there is some type of anointing you have on your life because you have yielded your life to Jesus, the anointed one. And Jesus, the anointed one, is not stingy with what it is he carries. And so he desires to pour out this anointing that he has on his life to all of his father's children. Hallelujah. Or I should say to all of his brethren. Hallelujah. So now that we've established that Jesus is the anointed one, okay? He's the anointed one. And we know that the anointing is what was used to sanctify things. I want to get to this next step of Jesus, the anointed one, of how that anointing was increased or part of his sanctification process. And part of Jesus' sanctification process was Jesus having to go through things that required humility. And as a result of that, that helped Jesus in his process. Because as we humble ourselves under the mighty hand of God, he exalts us. But this is another way of having that oil of God be released on your life. Because remember, God, give, uh, God resists the proud, but gives grace to the humble. So that particular verse shows us the principle that pride will cause God to resist us. But when we humble ourselves, we can receive something from God. Hallelujah. Pride causes God to resist us. But when we humble ourselves, we can receive something from him. Hallelujah. So now we're going to get into this process of Jesus being sanctified and set apart for ministry. Okay? Being sanctified and set apart for ministry. Hallelujah. And so I, I, I just felt it in my spirit to even say that this is the next vein that we're beginning to go in even now, spiritually, even on this call. There are many of you that have been set apart or set aside for ministry. There are many of you God is called. First of all, every single believer is called to minister the gospel, period. There is not one believer walking the face of this earth that God has not commissioned or called, all right, to minister on his behalf, man and woman, okay? So we just pray even now. Let every spirit of religion that will be in operation that says only certain people are qualified to minister. Lord, we pray today, Lord, that there will be a shaking of that mindset, that there will be a breaking of those yokes. Even any yoke on this line that says women cannot minister, Lord, we break that now in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. And we lose the truth of God in this atmosphere. Hallelujah. That we are all called to minister. Hallelujah. Man, woman, child, okay, whatever condition that you're in. God can use you to minister to others, and he wants to use you to minister to others. Hallelujah. To fulfill the great commission that he stated. Hallelujah. I'm a little stirred up this morning, y'all. But uh, check this out. 
So Jesus in his sanctification process, we know how he went and got baptized by John the Baptist. Now I want you to think about this. Jesus went and humbled himself to be baptized by someone that he created. Remember, before Jesus was Jesus, he was the word of God. But then the word became flesh. The word became a human being. And when the word became a human being, the word had to humble himself. Hallelujah. Jesus had to humble himself in order to receive the things that he received. There was humility that he had to walk in all the way down to where he had to humble himself to what it is that he created. Hallelujah. And John the Baptist baptized Jesus. But then when he baptized him, Jesus followed Holy Spirit. Jesus didn't say, okay, I'm baptized. Okay, now I'm about to go out and start my own ministry or start my platform. I'm baptized. I'm anointed now. You know what I'm saying? I've been sanctified. I've been set apart. You see the heavens opened up and God spoke on my behalf. Remember, the Bible says that, that the Holy Spirit descended like a dove, and God actually spoke and said, this is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. So think about that. He had the heavens open. Imagine some of us, if we were sitting there in the moment we came up from being baptized and a voice from heaven spoke in our church or wherever it is we getting baptized and said, this is my beloved son or this is my beloved daughter. I am well pleased with them. Look, we, we think we the most anointed things going. Okay. We think we the most set apart things going. Hallelujah. We be ready to go start our ministry. You know what I'm saying? Do all types of stuff. You know what I mean? Listen to me. Right. But that wasn't the case with Jesus. Right after that, Jesus, because he was led by Holy Spirit, he allowed Holy Spirit to lead him into the wilderness. Now, I'm going somewhere with this, people. When he got led into the wilderness, he began to get tempted. He began to get tested. Okay? All right? Now, remember, God doesn't tempt us. Okay? God doesn't tempt us. Now, I know this is going to sound a little blasphemous in what I'm about to say. But this is truth, and this is Bible, and let our religious mindsets be shaken up this morning in the name of Jesus. When Jesus was tempted, the anointed one was tempted in his process of sanctification. Come on. He was tempted. What does tempted mean? Tempted means it's something you're looking at, pondering, that you really desire. Your desire to do it. Some of you all right now, you may be on a diet, okay? And while you're on a diet, you see some real nice food, maybe your favorite dish. You're tempted. Tempted to do what? Tempted to go back on your diet and eat that thing. Well, how are you tempted? You're, you can't be tempted with something that you don't desire, Okay. You can't be tempted with something that you don't desire, right? So think about this. When the enemy came to tempt Jesus, he came to tempt him with things that he desired. The first instance, Jesus hadn't eaten in 40 days and 40 nights. So we know that he desired food, right? So here it is. He got the food or he was tempted with, with, with bread, right? And the enemy was like, no. I mean, I mean, Jesus was like, no, when the enemy tried to tempt him with food because he was hungry. 
okay? Then he tried to tempt them again with his power. In other words, hey, why don't you throw yourself down? You know your father's going to get your back. You know he's going to back you up, okay? So he tried to test him with that power and with that authority that he had. Why don't you go ahead and use your power and your authority right now, right? He tested him. Hallelujah. But then the third testing came. What was the third testing? Jesus got tempted with platforms. The enemy offered Jesus platforms. Come on. The kingdoms of this world. I'll let you have every single one of these platforms. Come on. These will be yours if you just bow down to me. Okay? It was tempting to Jesus. Okay? It was something already in his heart that desired, that desire to, 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 to have this power and have this authority. Okay? There was already something that was there. Now, we know the godly aspect of that was because he was going to have power and authority. But there was a, his flesh was tempted. Okay? Jesus was tempted. This is real talk. I want you to be encouraged right now. Some of you all may have come on the line, and maybe you may have been beating yourself up because there were certain things that you were tempted for, okay? As a result, you feel that even when you're listening to these teachings, that you're not holy enough, that, you know, you, you, you know this set-apart thing or whatever, you don't qualify for that particular thing because you were tempted. Some of you all were just tempted last night with particular things. Hallelujah. And I want to let you know, okay, that things, things can be tempting. You're not a bad person if something tempts you, okay? Jesus was tempted all the way down to being tempted with platforms. Come on. He was tempted. You know, I'm going to tell you this. A person one time had offered me a nice amount of money. I'm not going to say what the, the amount was, but it was a nice amount, y'all. You know what I'm saying? It was it was in the thousands. They had offered me some money. It was tempting. I ain't going for it. <laughs> it was tempting. But the reason that I didn't take it was because of their motives, because of what was behind that particular thing and the reason of why it was being offered to me. Okay, but listen, it was tempting. Let me tell you, I shut them down when they originally came to me. I shut them down to the door, man. Man, you better go somewhere. I ain't that one. You ain't about to buy me. Blah blah blah. I went in right, but right after that, I remember I was went and got in my car, and I said, "Man, Lord, I just turned down blah 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 dollars." <laughs> Say, Lord, I can really use the blah, 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 blah dollars right now. And then it was that human part that came and was like, uh, you do know you just turned down this much amount of money. You do know that, right? You know what I'm saying? I was like, all right, Lord, you know, that part. okay, Lord, I know you're going to give it to me. God, I know you're going to bless me. I'm not even worried about it. Wow, but I really did just turn down that amount. You know what I'm saying? Like, for real, it was tempting. You know what I'm saying? It was tempting. 
But I'm glad I didn't give in because I thought about this later and I said, you know what? If somebody could buy me with this much money, then if somebody gives me an even greater amount than that one day, like a million dollars or something, look, they they'll probably have me doing whatever. You know what I'm saying? If I give in for if I give in for a, a smaller amount, I'll give in for a larger amount. You know what I'm saying? Somebody give me a million dollars, they probably have me on a pole somewhere, twerking. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So yo, you gotta I'm telling you, be faithful in the little. You know what I mean? So long story short is things can be tempting. It's okay. But you don't give in though. No. That's the thing. Jesus will keep you strong. He'll keep you strong. Come on. He'll keep you strong. Some of you all have been struggling with temptations. You know what I'm saying? Some of you have been giving in to those temptations. Come on. Jesus wants to set you free from that today. Come on. Even set you free from that mindset of since you've been struggling with those temptations, you're not anointed or set apart. No. Actually, what it is is where the battle comes in is because of the fact you are anointed and set apart. Because you are anointed and set apart. That's why that thing is disturbs your spirit. Come on. That's why that thing is bothering you. That's why you're feeling that condemnation right after you do that particular thing. Because you are set apart. Come on. You are set apart. Hallelujah. But getting back to what I'm saying about Jesus. Right after Jesus went through that particular thing he went through on his fast. And we know that one of the things fasting does is it humbles our soul. We know that one of the things that fasting does is it causes your light to break forth like the noonday. Okay, that's in Isaiah chapter 58. All right. There's an increase that begins to happen when we fast. There's a, it, it, it like causes that anointing to increase more because there's a humbling that takes place. Okay, and I'm not saying that fasting is the only way for the anointing to increase. There are other ways, practical ways that increase the anointing on your life. See, we're giving the anointing, but after we're giving the anointing, the anointing can increase because remember, symbolically, it's oil. And just like any type of oil, oil can expand. Okay. Now, I don't want you all to get lost. You might be saying, okay, well, what does oil have to do? Remember what I said at the beginning. Oil was used to sanctify. That's what the oil was used for. Anointing oil is used to sanctify. When something is sanctified, according to God, it's marked or it's smeared with oil. Okay? It's smeared with the anointing. And so I'm talking about the most anointed person to walk the face of this earth, Jesus Christ, Christos, which means the anointed one. Okay? That's, G that's what Christ means, the anointed one. So as Jesus, the anointed one, just finished being tempted in the wilderness, the angels came and fed him. After the angels came and fed him, John the Baptist was put into prison. When John the Baptist was put into prison, Jesus began to preach, repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. You can go look this up. This is in Matthew chapter 4. Jesus began to preach, repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Now, why is that so remarkable? It's remarkable because of the fact of this, that those words that Jesus was saying were actually the words that John the Baptist was saying. In other words, Jesus' first words in his ministry was using the words of somebody else's ministry. 
Instead of going and starting his own platform, Jesus went and humbled himself to what God was already doing in the earth. Hallelujah. I'm going to say that again. Instead of Jesus going and starting his own platform, he went and humbled himself to what God was already doing in the earth. What does that have to do with sanctification and being set apart? It has a couple of things to do with it. One, the anointing is not in you establishing your own platform because you've been called by God. That's not where the anointing is. The anointing is where God already is. Come on. Wherever God is, is where the anointing is. Wherever the move of God is taking place, that's where the anointing is. Wherever the voice of God is being released, that's where the anointing is. We want to plug in with what God is already doing. And when we plug in with what God is already doing, that's when God begins to give us expression. Come on. This is where God begins to give us expression. God begins to give us things to articulate. This is when the things of the ministry begin to shape and take form. Come on. Why? Because we're humbling ourselves to what God is already doing. We're humbling ourselves to that anointing, that thing that when it hits you, it marks you as being set apart. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Check this out. John the Baptist was a sanctified one. He was a set-apart one. Okay? We all know John the Baptist was set apart. Now, he was so set apart physically, okay, physically. I'm not saying for us to do this, what I'm about to say. But John the Baptist was so set apart, this dude was living out in the wilderness eating locusts and honey. Okay? So you knew he was different and set apart. <laughs> this dude. This dude living in the wilderness eating locusts and honey. Can you imagine running into somebody right now and you offering them some food at the barbecue and they say, no, nah, and they put out a bag of some locusts? <laughs> Not trail mix, locusts. They start eating locusts. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They start eating locusts. They be like, you got a little honey? You know what I'm saying? Well, I got some barbecue sauce. I got some sweet baby rays. No, 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 no sweet baby rays. Go get that honey. You know what I'm saying? But like, what you about to do with the honey? Then you see the person pour honey on their on they locusts, <laughs> dried up locusts, eating them. You know what I'm saying? You be like, this, this, who is this cat? For real, that's some wild stuff. This dude was walking around eating locusts and honey. Now, I'm going to tell you this. One thing I, I can say, I don't think locusts, and, locusts are really fattening. So he probably didn't have no problems as far as weight. <laughs> Dude was probably real fit, okay? He only eat locusts and honey. But I'm just saying, he was set apart. His message was set apart. He was preaching something, come on, that was set apart from the old covenant things of what the Pharisees were teaching. Because there was a time where the teaching of the old covenant was relevant. But guess what happened? Guess what happened? There was one, the thing that once had an anointing on it, the anointing went somewhere else. Come on, I'm going to say that again. That thing that once had an anointing on it, that anointing went somewhere else. Now it was a time of transitioning from the anointing being on the old to the anointing being on the new. 
all of a sudden, you all, the anointing, God was releasing his anointing and saying, hey, come on, I'm anointing something new right now. I'm doing something new on the earth. My anointing is on a new message right now. And what happens is, if we want to stay stuck in our religious boxes or stay stuck to our tradition or what feels good or what feels familiar to us, then we'll end up missing the anointing of what God is trying to do in the earth. There was a shift in the anointing. It went from the old and it went to the new. And John was the first representative of that new move, of that new anointing. And so when Jesus comes, Jesus doesn't plug in with the old and, 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 and try, to, try to resurrect an old glory of something that was once anointed. No, Jesus went and tapped in with that thing that was already going on in the earth. He went and tapped in with that anointing. He went and tapped in with that set-apart message that was already being released. Hallelujah. And in tapping in with that set-apart message, how was he able to do that? Because he had to humble himself. Hallelujah. There was a connection, people of God, with being set-apart and being humble. Hallelujah. And humility is not outward expression. It's an inward expression. It's a really good time to even check ourselves. Are we humbling ourselves under the mighty hand of God? Hallelujah. Are we humbling ourselves to his design, to his message, to the thing that he is saying? Or are we trying to still cling to some type of old glory? Come on. What is God anointing in this hour? Come on. These are things to really check your heart about. Is there a 15-year-old walking around right now that God is anointing and set apart? And in anointing and setting apart that 15-year-old, are you able to humble yourself under what God is going to do through that 15-year-old? Or are you going to let philosophies and things we've learned culturally about yielding to a youth get in the way of what God is doing with them in their lives? You know, I went and saw something, and it talked about um, uh, the culture of Israel and uh, how in that culture, when you disciple someone, the people that you disciple were always younger than you. And so they brought up how Jesus was 30 years old when he started his ministry. And so with Jesus being 30, that means that every one of his disciples were at least in their 20s. And there are some that have said that maybe one of them was a teenager. Now, one thing we do know for certain, besides the fact that the apostles, it's safe to say that they were all in there at least, uh, it's safe to say that they were at least in their 20s or younger. Again, there may have been a teenager that was a disciple, which brings a whole different context to when you're reading the Gospels. And you say, wait a minute, this is a bunch of 20-year-olds and teenagers? This, it brings a whole other context 
to that particular thing. It brings a whole nother context to that whole thing of where we tell the youth they got to get to a certain age. You know what I'm saying? And then when you get in your 20s, now you got to carry carry the Bible in the water and be the armor bearer. Come on. And then maybe one day you might make it up to being the associate pastor. And then you got to work your way up to be it. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, like it has a whole nother context to this thing. We know Timothy was super young as well. Hallelujah. But my point of the matter is, is are we willing to humble ourselves to that move, to that set-apart thing that God is doing, to that thing that God has sanctified? Come on, it could be in many forms. It could be in the forms of messages, things that we hear. You know, there have been times where um, uh, people have uh, went into ministers and said, hey, you know what? There's something I feel God on the thing that you're doing, and I'm coming and humbling myself to check out your ministry or listen to it or, you know, engage with it, you know, because I believe God is doing something through you, and I just want to come and, like, be connected with you. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's real talk. You know, these these are real things. Why? Because they sense the anointing. They sense that thing that causes that person to be set apart. Hallelujah. And what I'm saying for everybody on this line is humility is the key. Humility is the key. Jesus was able to access these different anointings and able to tap in to what the anointing of what God was already doing because he was willing to humble himself, even humble his platform. Come on. He was even willing to humble his platform. Hallelujah. I thank God for Miss Dion, and I just want to just speak some honor over her life right now because she humbles her platform. She could come and do this every day. This could be her thing where all we hear is Dion. But she chooses to humble her platform and let other people come and engage and speak. And, you know, she allows me to come on here and, you know, be crazy. You know, I know maybe sometimes she like, Lord Jesus, you know, God, <laughs> you know, we got to reel him in. You know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, you know, she she humbles her platform. This is the key to great anointing being released on our life. It's humbling ourselves. Are we willing to humble ourselves to what it is God is doing? Come on, when we do, there's a greater anointing. There's a greater oil that flows on our life. Hallelujah. I said I was going to tell you all some practical ways um, to increase your anointing. One of them is definitely fasting. All right, because the Bible says fasting humbles the soul. But let me give you another another uh, way, praying in tongues. You know, the Bible says if you go in First John chapter 2, it actually com- in verses 20 and verse 27. So in First John chapter 2, verse 20, and in First John chapter 2, verse 27, there's a connection between the anointing and the Holy Spirit. If you actually go and look up um, those words in there, it's, it's actually a word that's talking about Holy Spirit. Seriously. When it talks about the anointing, go and look up that word anointing. And then when it talks about the unction that we get from the Holy One. Okay. Go check out 1 John chapter 2, verse 20, 1 John chapter 2, verse 27. And when you break it down and begin to study those words, you begin to see how it's talking about Holy Spirit. 
But my point of the matter is, is there's a connection. It shows that Holy Spirit is connected with the anointing. And one of the ways that you can increase Holy Spirit, who also symbolizes the anointing in our life, one of the ways for his presence to increase um, in our lives is by praying in tongues. Okay? It's by praying in tongues. We build ourselves up in our most holy of faith. Things are built up when we pray in tongues. One of them is that anointing. The anointing is built up. Not only is the anointing built up, love is spread abroad in our heart. Romans chapter 5, verse 5, by the Holy Ghost. So praying in tongues is definitely a way. All right? I'm not talking about that little phrase we say one time in church. You know what I'm saying? You know, how did I watch You know what I'm saying? Just that one thing we say in church. You know what I'm saying? Real quick. You know, it's basically like you were saying amen. You know what I'm saying? And, and that's, you know, that's just what it is. We just going through the week. You know what I mean? And, you know, it's just what it is. So the next time we hear the pastor speak, and then we throw out the little catchphrase. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about Joe. Spending some time praying in tongues. Come on. Come on. Take us some time to do it, okay? Maybe it might be two minutes. Maybe it might be five minutes. Maybe you might set aside 10 minutes. Maybe you might set aside 20 minutes, 30 minutes, an hour, two, three hours. Come on. Whatever it is, that's between you and the Lord. Hallelujah. But, but yield to that knocking on the door of your heart because Holy Spirit is gentle. He doesn't force his way on us. But that's another way. Another way of causing that anointing to be built in our life is through praying in our understanding. Praying in your understanding means not praying in tongues, but praying in your native language. Okay? That releases the oil. That causes the anointing um, to increase in our lives. Hallelujah. Uh, again, I already told you humi- humility is the key with all of this. Humility is the key. I'm telling you, look, I'm going to tell you another thing that really increases that anointing. Sitting in silence, listening for God. Okay? I'm not talking about sitting in silence and listening to your thoughts. No, I'm talking about the type of silence where you try to shut your thoughts off and just try to open yourself up to hear the raw, audible voice of the Lord. That's what I'm talking about. Okay, shutting off that thing that where we get impressions, shutting all that off. Okay, it'll be a little challenging, but that anointing will definitely increase in our lives. Okay, the reading of the word with an open heart increases the anointing on our life. Notice I said with an open heart, with an open heart. We want our hearts to be open when we read the word. If not, it's just going on hard ground. If not, it's just it's just going on, you know what I'm saying, deaf ears. We could read the Bible all day, but if our heart is not open, ain't nothing going on. And what do I mean by our heart being open? I'm talking about where you keep your heart open for the word of God to challenge you. Come on, you keep your heart open. Hallelujah. I'm telling you, sometimes I'm reading a word, and it's like I feel like a, a piece of cube steak, you know, with and, and, I'm, and I'm on somebody's plate, you know, and they and they sticking that fork in me. Ah, yeah, yeah, ah. You know what I'm saying? Like, for real. 
know, sometimes that word, you'll be reading it, and you'll be like, oh, I just feel the love of God and the Father of God. You know what I'm saying? You you be all in that, you know, like they be talking at Bethel and stuff. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh, I just feel the Father's love. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes you'll be reading the word and you'll be in that vibe, you know? And then sometimes you're going to be reading the word and you're going to feel like you're on a barbecue grill. You know what I'm saying? Be like, who is that? That's me I'm smelling right now. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I recognize that cologne on the rear. Straight up. For real, you get stabbed up, cubed up. You know what I mean? Like, my gosh, you coming for them, like, you going to look in the mirror, see if you got any scratches on your face. Like, oh, the real. You've been stabbed up so bad. You know, it's what it is. We got to read the word of God with an open heart. Come on. But we don't just want to be hearers of the word. We want to be doers of the word. Hallelujah. It's not to say that mistakes don't happen, but you want to be doers of the word. Come on. Come on, y'all. We want to keep growing. We want to keep evolving. Hallelujah. We don't we don't we don't want our lives to be raggedy. Hallelujah. We're anointed. We're set apart. We're set apart. You know what I'm saying? We shouldn't look like the world. We're in the world, but we're not of the world. Come on. You know? But I bring all this up to say you all that there's a connection with humility and sanctification. Real talk. We want to we want to humble ourselves. We have to humble ourselves to this process. Jesus humbled himself and allowed himself to be tempted in the wilderness. He humbled himself to where when it was time for him to first minister, he went and humbled himself to what God was already doing instead of establishing his own platform. As a result of him tapping into that anointing that was already going forth, it did something for his ministry to where he took it and went even further than John the Baptist did. Hallelujah. So now it wasn't just people hearing the word of God. People were getting healed, delivered. Come on, blind men were beginning to see. The lame were beginning to walk. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So people of God, I share this message today with the hope that you will be inspired to humble yourself under the mighty hand of God today. Come on that you will not look for all of these rituals and things to be set apart and become holy. Just humble yourself to what God is already doing. Humble yourself to what the Lord desires to do. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Some of you all right now, you need to humble yourself. You know, there's no reason there should be four churches on one block. Come on. Somebody's not humbling themselves out of them four. Come on. If you're one of them people that got one of them four churches on the block, ask the Lord. You know, Lord, how do I humble myself to come together with these other churches? Am I the one that's supposed to stay open or am I the one that's supposed to close down and go join my congregation with one of these other three? (laughs) You know what I'm saying? For real, y'all. We want to humble ourselves. There's an anointing that comes from that. The anointing is what sets you apart. Hallelujah. There's an anointing that comes from that humility. Ask yourself, God, what am I called to do? Just in this moment, just in this moment, in this time of my life, Lord, what do you desire for me to do? Not what do I think God wants me to do, not what I want to do, but no, God, what do you want me to do? 
And what you want me to do, I'm going to do that. Come on. But if we're not reading our word and things of that nature, we can't trust that we're hearing God. Come on. Come on, y'all. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I don't want to be talking to y'all all day. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I, I didn't look this time. I'm, I didn't, man, I didn't went too long. I'm sorry. But um, I want to say this prayer, and then we're going to open this up, you know, for the, for the, uh, for the next part of the call. So, Lord, I just pray right now in the name of Jesus, let your anointing be released to destroy every yoke. Let your anointing be released right now, God, to destroy every yoke, every weight that will so easily beset us, Lord. Father, we yield to you and we yield to your process. We yield to that oil that you want to smear us with today in the name of Jesus. Father, we pray that in this process of sanctification, Lord God, Lord, that those things that have been hard for us to let go of, Lord, that there will begin to be a breaking good and crushing today in the name of Jesus, God. Lord, for breakthrough, we pray for breakthrough in these areas. Lord, we ask that you would help us to humble ourselves to what it is you're already doing. Lord, begin to give us eyes to see where you are moving and what it is you are doing. What do you want us to be connected with, plugged into, messages, whatever it is, Father. We want to yield to you and stay yielded to you and what it is you are doing in the earth. Lord, we pray for your anointing to be released over this line. Father, I thank you that there is more of anointing being released over this line of declare victory. Lord, as you are setting this call apart, as you're setting um, um, Dion, the leader, apart as well, even more, Lord God, even more, even more, even more. We say more of your anointing, more of your anointing. Pour it out. Pour it out, God. Pour it out fresh in the name of Jesus. Lord, we thank you. We praise you and we honor you in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. I'm going to open the line up right now. Anybody want to share anything? Yeah. Man, I'm about to, go ahead. Do you think? Do you think? Sorry, good morning. Good morning. It's Dee Dee. Yeah, I was going to say, we start with the good morning so it don't get thrown off. If everybody say good morning, then we go into that. I love you, brother. Thank you. I'm saying good morning. Hey, love you, too. It's Krishanda. Good morning. Be hey, stirred Krishanda. up. Be stirred up. <laughs> good morning, Mr. Good morning. Good morning, hey, good morning, morning. Sister Lisa. Happy, I mean, happy Friday to everyone. God bless everyone on the call. Hey, hey. Great decoration. Hey. Hey, hey. Good morning. Good morning. Hey, um, Dr. Phil, it's Moxie. You had me rolling with me. I'm smelling. I'm still back. You said what? What did you say? We said, said, uh, is that me I'm smelling? (laughs) About to be a poke on the barbecue pit. We'll wait till we'll talk about it. Anybody else? Yo. Good morning, Minister Watson. It's Christina Joy. Great declaration. Hey, hey, Christina. Good morning, Jesus lovers. Rochelle. Yeah, what up, Rochelle? What up, what up? Good morning. This is Juanita. 
Hey. Good morning. Good morning. It's Prosperous Pam. Wonderful word. Happy Friday, everyone. Hey, happy Friday. Good morning. It's Denise. Hey, Denise. Good morning, Lizette. Hey. Good morning. Good morning. This is Kedra, and I got my locusts and honey because I don't mind being set apart. Great decoration. <laughs> Hey, you know, they got trail mix. We about to introduce you to trail mix. For real. <laughs> no pass me that honey. <laughs> Anybody else? Okay, cool. Yo, does anybody want to share anything? Questions? Hey. Okay, real quick, this before the before the kids come in, I'm at the school. Man of God, what is wrong with you? Like, I'm, <laughs> you had me bent over the mop bucket. We're not gonna be twerking for Jesus on the pole, first of all, sir. So I I understand. I don't want nobody off you that kind of money that I have you out of your head. But I just thank you so much for what you shared this morning. It's like the the lo- the locust with the honey on it. I got all of that. It's such a good your t- your teaching is amazing. So. As always, when you teach, I get so much out of it and and your humor and the, it's like the Bible comes to life. So we get an understanding, Mm. at least I did. So just thank you for how you you bring it. But you got me cracking up and I'm outside now so I can let the school air out. (laughs) So I love you. Thank you, Phil. Hope to see you soon. Yes, yes. Man, that's what's up. (laughs) Yes, again. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah, come on. Well, this is, okay, yeah, this is Kendrick again, and I'm with Didi on that. You do, you, you make the the way you deliver the jokes. Me, I want to say at least, just like see it. I visualize it. You know, I see John the Baptist. You know, and I'm not gonna say a caveman suit, but I see the bag and stuff like that. But what really um, helped me realize that I was set apart is like I just, and this is not the first time it happened. I just started a new job, and I am the only black person for one and believer mm-hmm. there. And um, you know, I'm already stereotyped. It's we've already been as a black person. I'm gonna use an eye statement. I've already been stereotyped, and they've already put us in the box of what they expect or how they expect us to act, and, you know, they do things to get a reaction, an expected reaction, but because God's hand is over my life, because I'm set apart and I'm thankful, I don't react that way, and that makes them even more intrigued, so just keep me up in prayer so that God can get the glory out of my life, and I can make disciples of people, but, um, very good message. Thank you. It helped me. I'm going to operate and being set apart. Yes, Father, I pray even now, Lord, that you're filling your daughter with more fire. Hallelujah, with more fire, Father. Lord, I pray that you are lighting her candle and enlightening her darkness. 
We decree that Psalms 18, verse 28 over her life. Lord, we say let the fire that is in Psalms 18, verse 28, let it resonate in her life. Lord God, I pray that your word will be like fire, shut up in her bones. Lord, I speak fire to that candle of faith that is on the inside of her. Lord, we pray even for for a new a new flame in the name of Jesus, new flames. Father, new flames being released in her faith in the name of Jesus. Father, that you would cause that flame to burn strong. Lord, I decree that the fire on the altar of her heart will never go out. Hallelujah, new fire, new flames. Lord God, as you releasing your word in her life like never before, we decree an increase of fire, an increase of the fire of faith, a strengthening of her faith in this hour, God. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Be blessed. Come on. Good morning. This is Sister Lisa. I just wanted to thank you for your decoration and, and being set apart. Uh, yeah, I, I, I fast yesterday uh, with and just uh, praying and just spending time with the Lord, and and, and he just, you know, uh, searching my heart and asking him to strengthen me. And when someone says something to me that I don't need to uh, react or blow out, because yesterday he gave me a, a, a exit to get out of there before my mouth, you know, uh, the way to say things in a way and be direct without anger or or either, you know, taking it because I blew up Sunday as a, you don't know. But, yeah, anyway, I just had a wonderful time with him and, and, and they put that plate down and really just meditated with God and asking him to strengthen me and to be able to talk and respond in the way he would have me respond in my more that I'm pressing to get closer to him and then I'm falling in love with Jesus. So God, you know, he's a good God and he hears he, he, my cry. So, you know, I was just wondering, saying, wow, look at God, look at God. And I didn't eat and I just prayed. And, you know, I used to couldn't even make it till 4.30. I would stop fasting, but I didn't eat all night and I, I just, I slept peacefully. But I still, he's, I had to search my heart, you know, and, and let whatever go I need to let go. And I'm, you know, looking in that mirror, you know. Hey, hey, you yeah. know, because they say things and they come at you, you're going to get come at. So you have to know how to respond. And so I'm glad he gave me an exit yesterday. And then the ladies on the line, thank them very much. And I just praise God that I, that I have this call on my life, and he has his hands on me. So thank you so much. And uh, he he gonna do what he gonna do for my more. And I'm gonna keep going, no matter what. Thank you. Yes, come on, come on, Father. Thank we pray you. that you are strengthening her with faith in this hour. Lord, you're strengthening her with endurance in this hour. Lord, let the spirit of long suffering rest upon her. Lord, that she may be able to endure. Having done all to stand, help her to stand. Keep her feet firm, Lord God. Keep her feet strong in you. Lord, may she be strong in you and in the power of your might. Lord, let the power of your might, Lord, just begin to really shake the very fabrics and the foundations in her life. In the name of Jesus, Lord, begin to restore the joys of her salvation. Lord, that her joy may remain full. Father, we call for a joy in her life. In the name of Jesus, new joy and fresh joy. Lord, call her to experience 
experience the sound of joy and the sound of freedom in the name of Jesus, God. Lord, I pray that you're connecting her with more opportunities to experience your joy in the name of Jesus, the things of the Spirit, the things of the Spirit. Lord, that you will give her fresh understanding concerning you, Holy Spirit, where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. We decree that over her life now. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Hey, hey. Good morning, Jesus. Love. Good morning. Love you. you are bananas. I love you so. I love you. you are bananas. <laughs> um, but I just wanted to, um, great, great, great declaration. And um, as my spiritual mom says, you know, humility is just strength under control. You know, it, you choose to do it or you choose not to. But it, it you you choose you want to choose the right way, and as you was talking about um 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 that's what I said. But you were talking about um oh when you talked about how somebody uh, offered you the money, and you know being mm-hmm. our natural kernel self, I would have been like, Lord, you mm-hmm. said the wealth of the wicked is laid up for the righteous. Mm-hmm. I would. <laughs> Hey, yes, sir. that's that natural. But then, yes, you know, we have that, 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 that's a raven moment. And you'd be like, no, the scripture says what it profits a man. Hallelujah. But you don't want to give up your uh, eternal life just for something that's temporary. Um, monetary is only temporary. So that part right there, but you are bananas. You real life teach. Real life, you make it plain. So I love you, uh, sight crasher, Jesus lover. She says, sight crasher. (laughs) (laughs) Keep keep doing the good work, Phil. You doing the good work. I love you, man. Man, love you too, for real. Hey, it's (laughs) Krishanda. We just going to gas you up this morning, as they say. We're going to gas you up. Love you, love you, love you, love you, you are an amazing man of God, just really precious. I'm so grateful to have heard your voice um, this morning. Um, but one of the things, when you were talking about humility, and I don't know why I'm shaken to say this, um, I so I don't know, I don't know if I'm just not well, but anyway, um, when I think about humility, and I've been on my job, and I think about Sometimes when I want to get puffed up or I want somebody to hear, oh, I had that idea or I said it. But the culture of Jesus is what I realize I have to focus on, that I'm not of this world. And what did God or Jesus model? Um, so I just keep focusing on that, that, that we're not of this culture, the world's culture, but of the Jesus culture. So just thank you for your word this morning. Be stirred up. I love it. God bless you. Amen. God bless you too. Good morning. I'm going to piggyback off Krishanda. This is this is prosperous Cam. Um, no, that's so good because it's really true. Like it, um, on the jobs and stuff. I was just reminded about something too. Thank God I'm um, finally reemployed. Thank you so much for your prayers. Um, but two things. First thing is the humility part again. Um, spoke to me as well like I just want to stay humble I want to stay humble and um in regard in regards to the work it's so interesting um my mentor she is amazing 
she's been very helpful. This is on my job. And um, <clears throat> we have some things in common, but I don't know her personal business. Like we do everything remotely on, you know, computer, you know, virtually on online and stuff. But like we have things in common, but I don't really know what her belief system is. And I don't, one thing I'm learning as I walk, walking this thing out, I don't have to just jump out and say, oh, yeah, I'm a Christian. I love the Lord. Like me, I'm just somebody I want to l let my fruit show. And so she was like talking about, oh, yeah, I thought it was just really interesting that these, uh, she was looking at an order and um, let me try to make this fast. And she said, oh, it had ones in it, like three ones. And like I, God's been showing me numbers too. Like, uh, but, but I know it's biblical what I'm looking at. So it's just a interesting dance when you are in the, um, work world and I just want to continue to do what God wants me to do, uh, minister how he wants me to minister and not just always have to jump out and say, oh yeah, I love the Lord. And, you know, I want to just show it in my fruit. And then if he gives me an opening, cause I've been praying, Lord, you know, is it, how do I, you know, how do I minister? How do I, but he's doing that. So anyway, I said a whole bunch, of, I don't know if that made sense to anyone, but um, thank you for your word. It was wonderful and funny as usual, just like everyone's saying. Have a blessed day, everyone. Yes. Yes. Hey, Minister Phil. This is yes. we're tag teaming me, Rochelle, Kashonda, and Tam this morning. But when you talked about the the young people, that that touched me. This is Dee Dee. Um, because that seems to be who I'm in like who surrounds me, who I yes. like with my children. Um, my son, you know, Armani's in the music and his whole uh community, because that's what they have. They, they they come to me for so much advice, and I'm thinking, man, I'm cuckoo. You know, I'm crazy. Like, I'll, I'll get out. But it's something that they see in me that they feel free to come, and it's all about God. They're getting ready to have, which is such a blessing, in Oakland. They're getting ready to have, like, a men's fellowship, and it's going to be so amazing. I'm going to send you the flyer so you can see uh, it and pray for it. Because these young millennials, black men, and it's not just black, it's, it's diverse, but they understand what's going on in the spiritual realm. So people might get caught mm -hmm. up in their music and all that, but but that's what kind of got me. Um, and if you're so mean, because we were talking about it yet last night, some Christians are mean and nobody wants to talk to you. You don't have to be mean. You want to reach people in love. I know we all yeah. have personalities, but if people are running from you, you might want to yeah. check your, you might want to check yourself. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. But I thank you again and like, Rochelle said, you just set, shut down the, the whole site when you get on here. But we love you so <laughs> much. So much. So lit, and I thank you. Um, cause I know you're praying for you're praying for my son, and I told you, he he loves y'all. You, you're dope. Jesus loves you. Man, he dope too, man. That's what's good. Man, thank you. Praise God. <laughs> oh, man, y'all hilarious. <laughs> Anybody else? Mic check. This one, Ida. Good morning. Um, just saying, <clears throat> that was a great declaration. I didn't get to hear it from the beginning, uh, but what I did hear, <clears throat> it was. Is definitely what I need to hear. But thank you for your decoration, and you you all have a great day. Amen. You too.
Mm-hmm. Oh, hey, Minister Watson. Um, I'll say that when you talk about the importance of being humble and the um, being sanctified, that uh, for me, that was a definitely affirming point because that holier than thou mindset or that religious mm-hmm. mindset or sitting on your high horse, um, you're not going to be able to reach anybody. It's, it's best to stay humble. You know what I'm yeah. saying? That's how Jesus is. He stayed humble. So, yeah, come on. Thank you. Yeah, that was a good word. Good word. God bless you, man of God. Praise God. God bless you too. Hello? Well, that was it. <laughs> Amen. Okay. All right. Cool. Wow. God bless you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. God bless you. Anybody else? Mike check. Pastor Phil, this is Tenacious T. Can you hear me okay? Yes. Hi. God bless you for your declaration this morning. I'm going to try to come from a place of victory, as Sister Dion has said. I've been going through a trial that's been so crazy that involved legal matters like you wouldn't believe, and God has given me victory. After a year, the federal government has an investigator that's fixing the wrongs that were done against me at my job. So I fought all this without an attorney because the the Lord has been my attorney in the courtroom. And I, I believe he's given me a ministry in this because now I'm running for the very office that had done me wrong at my job. I'm running for president of a body of people that need fixing because of what was done to me. So I just ask the saints to pray because I'm going to learn how to be a servant of people, you know, even though it's the world, the, the job that we do, I believe God can use us as representatives of him. And I've been retired and I've been sheltered in my home. And I believe these things happened to me to get me out, to start telling people about the Lord, but under what forum? And I believe that he's given me this to help people and bring up his name before them when they're trouble that's on the workplace because I can do it because they're coming to me. It's not like I have to, you know, go and talk about the Lord on the job. These people are coming to my office. So I just praise the Lord for this valley that I went through because it's going to raise him up in the workplace that I formerly worked for. And I just thank the Lord and I just need prayer over this covering that he has me under. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for listening. You said you need prayer for the covering that God has you under? Yeah. Well, prayer is like to keep me covered under it. (laughs) It's like, like, oh, my God, it's like it's going to be such a fiery battle to run against the person that had an odd against me. And I just want to be strong in it. I want to stand because she took me through a valley. But God is the one in control of all things. So I'm just saying I'm going to need to be stronger than I've ever been in my whole life. Thank you. Amen. Father, we just pray for strength right now in the name of Jesus. Father, we pray that you are making your daughter strong in the name of Jesus. Father, we pray that uh, you're blessing her with humility. 
humility to be able to hear the sound of your voice, to hear what it is that you are saying and what it is that you are doing. Lord God, I thank you for the scripture where you said, uh, remove the beam from our own eye so we can see better how to uh, remove the speck out of our brother's eye. And so I just pray, Father, for her eyes in the name of Jesus, that her eyes will be cleared. Hallelujah, Lord, that you will give her clear eyes. You will give her clear vision. You will give her clear sight in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Lord, we bless this woman of God, and we just decree clarity over her life and peace in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Thank you. Jesus, I know I can do it. All things in Christ Jesus. Thank you. Thank you. Amen. Anybody else? Good morning. This is Georgia. Um, so um, I know this is the sanctification month, and you know I've been um, trying to stay observant of the ways that God you know, is how how sanctification is being activated in my life. And I've recently become a part of a new church, and I got a new friend, and her name, uh, well, her name was not important. However, we really hit it off. And so I asked her to go to lunch so that way I could get to know her because I'm in a new city and I'm looking, you know, God is transitioning me into new new things and new relationships with people. And so we went to lunch, and I found out that she was a little bit younger than me, and that's neither here nor there, but I found myself when we were at lunch, and these may sound like small things to you all, but they're big to me. Um, you know, I opted out. Now, typically, if I go out to eat, I go out because it's like I'm going to eat what I want to eat. But that was a temptation for me because I did I did just get over COVID. And I said, once I come out of this room, because I was quarantined, I said, once I come out of this room, I cannot do the same things that I was doing as far as taking care of my body, taking care of myself, and even giving, even in the way that I reverence and give honor to God. And so with this lunch, I found myself being tested with all of that. So um, the, the the food there was amazing, but I only opted out to get a salad and a soup. Baby girl got tater tots and something else, and it looked good, but I was proud of myself for not getting that. And also our conversation, um, like I said, she's a little bit younger than me. Our conversation almost went a little, you know, to the could have went to the wild side, but I kept it, you know, as holy as I could, not trying to be holier than thou, but just being mindful that I want this relationship, this this new relationship with her to be, you know, ordained by God. I want more godly friendships. And so I could tell in that moment that it was on me to, you know, keep the conversation at a level where, you know, I would be all right if God was sitting there. And so that was a temptation for me. And so, um, you know, sometimes I'm hard on myself because I'm like, I feel like I'm in between, like where I used to be and where I want to be in Christ. And I see there, I see the opportunities that God is placing me in to be able to, to, to show me that you're moving in the right direction because there are certain things that no longer, no longer attract me. And so um, as far as even the, 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 the food and the conversation, like I said, they may seem small to y'all, but they were, they, they were direct indications that God is moving in my life and I'm allowing him to. And I just want to share that. Thank God for peace. Hallelujah. Anybody else?
Okay. Well, we're going to close it out. It's Friday. It's Friday. Father, we thank you so much for your love that never fails. Lord, I pray that you are making us one with your agenda and with your plans. Father, thank you that there is a fresh anointing being poured out over our lives. Lord, continue to increase the anointing that is in our lives. Thank you for the anointing that we have inside of us, God. Lord, let the anointing continue to expand, grow, and to evolve, God. Hallelujah. Let us continue to be yielded to you, to your hand. And Lord, wherever you want to plug us in, Lord, take us wherever you want us to go. Hallelujah. I just want you all, if you could just repeat after me, say, Holy Spirit, I want to go wherever you want me to go. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Well, God bless you all. Have an awesome, awesome, awesome weekend. And we will holler back. Peace. Have a great day. Have a great day, everyone. Peace and blessings.